0: The 6:30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross weekdays at two on 6:30 Chad.
1: So this hour we've been talking about an Australian dad who has sparked a global parenting debate after video surfaced of the 53-year-old choking his stepdaughter's alleged bully. So he was on 60 Minutes Australia. His name is Mark Bladden and he explained that his 15-year-old stepdaughter had been bullied, had been pushed, she'd been spat on over the course of six months. He says that he felt absolutely powerless about it. Uh, What was happening to her and describe the day he confronted her about it.
2: I basically said, where is he? And uh, she said, is at it, it the skate park? And I said, right, that's it. I'm going to talk to him. And uh, she said, no, don't, you know, don't do anything about it. But I was adamant because it had just been going on for so long. And
3: What did
1: you think you were going to say to him?
2: I knew straight away that I was going to give him a good old-fashioned talking to. So I, I walked down there with, with purpose with an aggressive kind of uh, demeanour, uh, spotted the group. Uh, and
1: the point you were wanting to make was what?
2: I wanted to belittle him in front of his friends the, the same way as he always did with Kalani.
1: So once you had you said all you wanted to say, yep. your intention was to leave, was yeah, it? Yeah,
2: I was very, very close to leaving. And then? And then he smiled at me.
1: He smiled at him, and he put his arms around the boy's neck. Long story short, was charged with assault, was fined $1,000, no um, record.
0: Yep, no conviction.
1: Um, says, you know, looking back, um, yeah, he, he says that he regrets it. I'm not <laughs> necessarily sure that he does. Uh, what we do know, though, is that the bullying
0: has stopped. That, of course, started the conversation here on the Afternoon News. Many of you wanted to talk to us. Is it... Uh,
1: Dean's Dean? been very patient. Hi, Dean.
0: Hey, how are you guys doing this afternoon? Good, yeah. thanks. thanks. I'm, for I'm being fired so up. Fired patient. up, honestly. You
3: know what? And I, I am too, and, and this story really um, hits home. Um, my son was being bullied uh, by another young man, and um, I, I went and confronted the, the, the a bully... Mm-hmm. Um, as it were and and I, I really understand where this gentleman is coming from I went there to talk to the young man um, and I, I, he just turned and ran in the first place because I think Andrew and I, I think you could probably relate to this you put on the crazy eyes and mm-hmm. you know, the kid doesn't really know what's going to happen and, um, and he just turned and ran so uh, the bullying continued um, even though he knew that okay dad is on the case mm-hmm. um, he just turned and ran and so I went to the police, um, and I said, I would love for you to mediate a, a meeting between us and them. Uh, get the parents together. The police did a great job. They were so uh, respectful of our position. They jumped on board with us. I think they were surprised the parents actually came to them. And they approached uh, the parents of the bully, and they were... Gosh, we set up a meeting. We were all excited. We got there early, like good parents, with our son. Forty minutes late, they were. (laughs) Forty minutes late. And they showed up with a steaming hot cup of Timmy's. (laughs) Um, So immediately we knew that, okay, this is going to go nowhere. It's it's not going to go anywhere. We are not going to get satisfaction out of this because there is a wall there. There's a dead wall. And we knew that that was what was going to happen. Um, That's exactly what happened. The police actually, um, they kind of let me threaten the kid. I I threatened him. I told him I was going to protect my family, my property. Um, Then the meeting ended with the police sort of threatening him as well, too. Uh, The next day, he approached uh, a cousin to my son and told him, oh, it's even going to get worse now. Now it's going to get worse. This ended up by this young man um, actually being... um, Murdered? What? That's how it ended. This is how the bullying ended. Um, and, and it was tragedy all the way around. Okay. What? All the way around.
0: Who murdered him? <laughs>
3: um, not me, <laughs> mm-hmm. even though I wanted to figuratively do so. Um, he was uh, at a neighbor's place, uh, very close to our home, and uh, there was a uh, altercation, and he ended up on the wrong end of the knife. And, and that's how this bullying ended, under threat of it being worse, of it getting worse. Wow. Um, how so old was this to, kid, Dean? Um, my son was, what, they were 17. Wow. Uh, both in high school. Um, wow. My son, had, uh, it, it came down to it when, he, when, when it got physical, that's when I decided to try and, and approach the kid. I knew he hung out at a very close neighbor's to ours, and I watched for him. And when he showed his face, I, I went to confront him. And uh, his friend stood there and blocked me off while he ran. And hmm. uh, I just told the kid, that, you know, tell him to back off for Pete's sakes, please. Were, and then we, then we got the police involved. And, what were
1: the parents like, Dean?
3: Aloof. Um, they were, uh, seemed... What had happened is... Two years earlier, or something, my son and and their daughter had dated. Yeah. So there was some bad bad blood there in the first place, and that's where the bullying started. Because the older brother started to bully, started to you know, well, take revenge for uh, you know, fifteen fourteen year olds breaking <laughs> up. Oh my goodness, you know, yeah. come on. So in the end, that's how it turned out, and it was a tragedy all the way around. Mm-hmm. Um, I even told this young man to his face that. The, the people you hang with, the, the the actions that you take, will have consequences, um, and he, and his consequences, unfortunately, were were serious.
0: Yes, the ultimate serious. You know, Dean, I got to tell you, your story. Th- there was several things that I notched down on a piece of paper before we took your call. Mm-hmm. That I thought, if I have an opportunity, I'm going to I'm going to throw this into the conversation. But your story kind of touched on all of them, so I just want to very quickly just mentioned a couple of things i think you'll agree with that boy's story that that ended with a losing a knife fight mm-hmm. it didn't oh, it wasn't begin even
3: a knife fight he was it, it was a I, I don't even i don't really want to get into it but it yeah. was it was protection okay. it was self defense and that's the way it was ended in the courts uh,
0: okay but it didn't start there and no. and that's the message that that was one of the things i wrote down and again i'm not a child psychologist i've never held any clinical Studies and I have no data to back up any of what I'm about to say. I'm just a parent, and, and I've got four kids that are pretty good. Yeah, same. It, it doesn't uh, start with that incident. It starts with misbehaving in the supermarket or it 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 starts with a, a meltdown that the parent does nothing about or there's another story that we may get to this afternoon and if not we'll get to it on Friday about the five most annoying things when you're flying on a plane and the five <laughs> most annoying things when you're in a hotel and the only thing that made both lists was inattentive parents mm-hmm. it was the only I thing agree. and and that's where that's where it starts and and I know some people have texted and said Uh, And I want them to. I want them to question because that's what this show is, a conversation. But people have questioned, well, you know, so you got, you know, that I got pushed around a little bit by my parents and, you know, doesn't that create other bullies? And I said, no, it didn't in our case, which it didn't. You know what it did in our case? Our parents were, my parents were very, very firm. And it accomplished two things. We looked after each other. Um, my brothers and I looked after each other, and like I say, it toughened us up. But it didn't make us bullies. And any, if anything, first of all, you never took on one of us because if you took on one gross boy, you took on four. You got all of them. Yeah, and and number two, it actually developed a real empathy for when other people were getting bullied. Mm-hmm. You know, totally. so yeah, we we would step up for other kids because we knew what it was like, what it felt like.
3: Yeah, and I, and I totally agree. And I, my dad was very very firm. Um I got two pretty good ones in my lifetime as far as the uh, receiving end of his wrath. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's it, just twice, but I knew I could not mess with my father. Right. Um, and do you know why? He and that's firm and, and there.
0: Right. And, and it's tragic and I almost uh, don't want to associate your story with with mine, but the reason we never bullied anybody is because what we learned was there's always somebody bigger. Yeah. <laughs> and you'll or eventually meet that bigger person, right?
3: Yeah, absolutely, and 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 this is part of what I tried to uh, impart to that child in the the meeting that we had with the police. I, <laughs> I I I was kind of begging the the young man to shape up because this is not going to end well for right. him, and I, I don't want to sound like I was you know seeing the future or anything, yeah, but I, I certainly am. could predict where he was going and what path he was taking. Just by the the circumstances surrounding everything and, and the way the bullying was escalating, mm-hmm. and the way his life was escalating, and and it happened literally two doors down from
0: our oh, house. Wow!
3: Um, so it was it was very very uh, shocking end to the whole bullying thing, um, and the young man. I'm, I'm not going to say he deserved what he got because nobody deserves that. He he just was not led down the right path early in his life by his parents who, for whatever reason, didn't give to you know what, because Mm -hmm. they proved it to us that night by showing up so late at the police's request. Yeah, yeah. They were 40 minutes late, and they had steaming hot Timmy. (laughs) so you know that... What did they just tell this kid? It doesn't matter. Yeah. We're 40 minutes late. We're still going to stop. They talk had no the respect media. for yeah, right. anybody. The no priority respect. was
0: the coffee. No. None. Right. Dean, yeah. none. thank and you didn't for sharing. they
1: not any coffee either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, a... Dean, thank you for sharing. Appreciate <laughs> it very much. My... You know, it's one of those things. We just go back. I go back to respect. Mm-hmm. I go back to respect. And, you know, with my folks, I respected my parents. Um, didn't necessarily fear them. Because I don't think you want to fear your parents. But I had a healthy knowledge in the back of my head that mm-hmm. if I lipped off to my parents or if I did this to a friend or to my brother, I was gonna get it. For sure. Like there was just no ifs, ands or buts about it. Res- there was no getting away with it. Right.
0: Respect is also earned, even when you're a parent. It has to be Absolutely. earned. Absolutely. Um and, and typically it's earned through your actions, right? Um, so you set the, you're the greatest example, and the first influence uh, example-wise that your children are ever going to have is your is their parents, right? As somebody texted, and I, I just want to add this to the conversation too, because I, I'm a firm believer in this as well. I never threatened my kids. Never. I promised them, you do this, and this is what's uh-huh. going to happen. So it's not a, it's not a threat because if you don't go to bed when the babysitter tells you to go to bed. I will literally drive home and put you to bed. And then when it didn't happen, I drove home and put it, you know what I mean? Like threatening teaches children that there are no real consequences. <laughs> Just like children think that if you, but, you yeah, know, that, that, that you they can phone the police or they can. We you know. see
1: that all that we see that all that all the time though. Oh, if you do that one more time, you're going to go to your room. Then they do it one more time. They don't get sent to the room when well, you right. do this one more time. Or I'm going to count
0: There's... to three. Why are you oh, yeah. count to three? No, 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 the, no. The rule was the rule. <laughs>
1: it was now <laughs> three seconds ago. Yeah. Okay, we do need to take a break here. Carl, Craig, Brenda, hold on. We've been talking bullying for the past hour. We're starting to tick-tock run out of time on this hour. wanted to get to Carl, who's been patiently waiting. Hi, Carl. Hey, guys. You're a teacher?
4: I am. Yeah, you bet.
1: Okay. What's on your mind?
4: Well, I just, I mean, I'm listening to all this. uh, In my opinion, there are a couple of truths that just have to be accepted. you, you won't stop bullying. Bullies have been around forever. They're always going to be around. Unfortunately, due to absentee parenting, the problem is getting worse. And uh, and what people have been saying is correct. It parent, Being a parent today, I believe, is harder than it's ever been. Because not only do your kids face these distractions with technology, but parents do too. Hmm. They get home, they get on their phones, they get on their iPads, right? And it's so easy. It's such an easy out for parents to think, well, they're quietly enjoying themselves so I'm just going to let that go. I mean, you mentioned, Jalen, that you used to come home to an empty mm-hmm. house, mm-hmm. but I'll bet you you have fond memories of playing family board games and going on walks and yeah. being engaged as a family. Mm-hmm. That, is, that is gone. And I don't know how you fix that. I don't know that anyone knows how you fix that other than to say, parents, you need to wake up and, and raise your children. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of the bullying component itself, one thing that we talk a lot about in our school and, and that we do a lot of work on is I realizing that okay, there's going to be a bully. You're not going to make the bully become something different in any short course of time. What you can do is educate the masses to stand together. And that's how you win every time. And it's like Andrew said, when you mess with one brother, you mess with us all. If that became the mentality, that stick together, that one person sees it, five people step up and say, this is not going to happen. It's, it's, it's a Stopping this feeling of, okay, this bystander quality that, that so many mm-hmm. people now have, um, of, well, it's not my business. So in my opinion, that's how you're going to fix this problem. It's not through the parrots. It's not through the bullies. It's through everyone else that has a voice that's going to stand together. Because a bully's not a bully when they're facing down 15 people now. Yep,
0: it takes a village Carl, for sure. Carl,
1: great phone call. Appreciate it. Craig from Darwell calling. Hey, Craig. Hi, guys. What's on your mind? Long time, no talk. Yeah, where you been?
5: I'm uh, busy. Okay. Um, I got a question about that guy in Jasper who um, approached that kid who was bullying his daughter. Whatever happened to him? I never heard nothing. Oh, gosh. Mm, I'm trying no, to remember, don't that remember that story. remember that story.
1: Let me see. I'll dig it up, Craig, and I'll try and find out.
5: Uh, okay. And um, in my opinion, I think uh, kids these days, babies having babies, for starters, and they should have a permit that they have to acquire before they can get pregnant and have a kid.
1: Oh, gosh, that's been being said
5: I know, for, for a years. That's, that's out there. But, um, you know, like uh, look at the state we're in here. Like, it's just, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Nobody respects anybody anymore. Like, uh, whether you're driving down the highway or whether you're in a, mm-hmm. a park or uh, uh, walking your dog, or uh, nobody respects anybody anymore.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And
5: Thanks, it's, Craig. It's, it's sickening. Yep.
1: Thank you, Craig. Appreciate it. And Brenda's going to get the last word this afternoon. Hey, Brenda. Hey, good afternoon. I'll be quick because I know you're out of time. Thank you. So um, I, I like to say that I think you're exactly right about threats being useless. Parents need to be consistent mm-hmm. every time. And and it doesn't take a kid long to figure out that if they get away with a behavior once,
0: mm-hmm.
1: then that's enough incentive for them to try it again. Yep.
0: And, and you awesome. know what? Discipline has to go hand Same in hand thing with, with reward. Re- yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It, 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 it's like training it, a puppy. Discipline has to go exactly. hand in hand with reward.
1: Yes. No. No. And love. Being good should it be its own reward? And you know, another thing parents always say: Oh, you know, little Johnny will outgrow that behavior. You know, mm. it's just kids being kids. But kids don't outgrow bad behavior. They need to be guided out of that bad behavior.
0: Yep. Fair enough. Brenda, appreciate the call. Appreciate Thank you, Brenda. the call
1: this afternoon. It's 3.57 on the 6.30 CHED Afternoon News. I want
0: to tell you something real quick. Mm. So I've said this many times. Children, and again, I've, I've raised, helped raise four, they're like seeds. They're like assorted seeds. You plant them all, you raise them, <laughs> you water them, you give them sunlight. They all grow up to be something different. So for different kids, you have to use different things. Sure. Sometimes you have to be innovative or inventive. You know, I've told you so many times how it irritates the crap out of me that Maddie... Yep. will take a piece of pizza out of the fridge, yep. take one bite and put it back. Mm-hmm. And I've talked to her about it. I've reasoned with her. She's an adult. She still does it. Still does it. It's it's a small, it's not even disciplinary. It's just a small. So the other day, we ordered Chinese food, had it delivered. Mom puts together the plates for us because she does such a great job. And I said to Maddie, go get comfortable. Find our show, and I'll bring your plate down. I took a bite out of every single thing on her plate. Half her egg roll was missing. She looked at it, and she said, what are you doing? I go, do you see how I feel when you take a bite of my pizza? Do you see how I feel? She's like, okay, I get it. And I go, no, no, no. I'm going to do this all week. She goes, no, I get the message. I go, I don't care. I'm going to do it all, and I've done it all week. Now, if at the end of this week, I have not solved that problem, I will admit defeat. But at least I'm being... Innovative here. Try whatever you need to try to fix a problem. The 630Chad Afternoon News with Jalen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630Chad.